What's happening, everybody? Uh, they're doing construction around my house. Have you guys? You've been by my house. Yes. Oh yeah. It's awful. It's, it's awful. It's yeah. all times a day. It's hard to even get out of my driveway. And I don't know how long it's going to be there, but now it's affected the internet. My internet's been down for two, three days, mm. all the way. It's spotty now at times too. I don't know what's happening. We call the company La La La. And some places, like where we live, my our my phone service won't come through now. Oh. Like I know I have a bar or two, but I can't do anything. So I got to go to a different part of the house just to watch TikTok. Oh, Weird. that explains why I was talking to Caitlin about something the other day, and she cut out like four times, and I'm like, "Where are you?" We don't know what's happening. You're at your house. <laughs> yeah, we're at home. We have no internet. So what I'll do at night because I can't watch TV because it's it cut the TV too. Oh. So I can't watch TV. That's I not can't good. watch any of the streaming platforms. Well, I'm basically a pilgrim. Let's be honest. <laughs> Maybe you should read. So yesterday I was reading. Well, I do read, but yesterday I was reading at a time when I don't normally read. Yeah. And then I was I caught myself reading like an, a flyer from the mail. Oh. I was laying around. Oh, That's man. how that, bored I was. That's, That's desperate. desperate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. I have to go to like the kitchen table to watch TikTok. And I'll sit on TikTok for an hour just watching videos. And so I did see a story about from launch until 1 billion active users. TikTok is the fastest to ever do that. At 5.1 years. First of all, I didn't know it had been going that long. Yeah, me either. But it took Facebook 8.7 years, YouTube 8.1 years, Instagram 7.7 years, TikTok 5.1 years. Wow. TikTok was timed perfectly with COVID. Like it's one of those things that benefited from everybody being shut in because that's when it took off, when everybody was stuck in the house. But it's the best. It's the best for it. doesn't matter what kind of content you're looking for. It is the best. I've been a big TikTok guy for a long time. I, I sent Eddie a couple videos. He, <laughs> you did. We we talk about that commercial that comes on during football games. Scoop. Scoop. There, there it is. is. It's about the chip. Amy, yeah, you seen the, it? No, I haven't. So there's a bunch of TikToks now where it's like, my team's losing by 57. I'm sad. I just want to jump out the window. Then it cuts to commercial. Scoop. There it is. <laughs> so, this is the commercial. I feel like I've seen that as an ice cream commercial. It is an ice cream. Yeah. Oh, it's no, not no, no. Chi- it's, it's ice cream? It's ice cream, yeah. Oh, that oh. was chip. No, no, no. <laughs> That's why I was confused. Because he yells, sprinkles! Yeah. So is it even an ice cream commercial, though? No, yeah. it's a Geico commercial. That's what it is. Yes. Okay, that's okay. why I was confused. So they're, whatever, it's whatever tag it team. <laughs> yeah. Who used to sing, whoop, whoop, there it is. Right, right. Singing scoop, there it is. But anyway, my whole point is I have no internet. Everything stinks. It's been a hard life. Mm. Yeah, sorry, Taking you man. back in time. You and Caitlin, like, y'all you might can, have to talk. Y'all can talk. Well, we talk all the time. Trust me. <laughs> we, we have enough time deliberately set aside to talk and connect. <laughs> That's important to her. Connection time is very important to her. Yes. And sometimes she'll say, "Hey, we haven't like just sat or sat and connected." And and I'm like, "What do you mean? We just watched two shows?" And she's no. like, "That's not the same." I'm like, "We're sitting right here. We're literally touching each other." She goes, "That's not connection. We're watching shows." And I said, "Well, in my mind, that's been connection. So, but I have to now." Look at what, what she feels is connected. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably the, the, the more marriage, correct. Well, no, well, for, this this whole marriage thing is multifaceted. <laughs> but and also, no. I don't think there's a right or wrong. People connect in different ways. Yeah, I connect by just being in the yeah. same room. Like you feel connected, but then you have to like take time to make sure she feels connected. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're very connected right now. Yeah. Because there's nothing else. I don't. We can't get the internet fixed. It stinks. Um, we'll check in with Lunchbox. He's going to be in later. He didn't get in until last night pretty late. So he'll be in on the show later. And he will bring us his haul. Of diamonds that he found oh, supposedly man. at the diamond mine. He was there all day. We heard him for part of the show yesterday, but then he just kept digging all day long. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. 
Hello, Bobby Bones. My neighbors and I currently have an amicable relationship. We don't bother them. They don't bother us. But they recently did something that I think is totally out of line, and I'm wondering if I should call them on it. Last night, I ordered pizza. About a half hour later, I got confirmation that it was delivered through contactless delivery, even though I didn't get it. The restaurant apologized, said it must have been delivered to the wrong address, and they refunded my money. Well, this morning, as I was taking out the trash, I noticed an empty pizza box in my neighbor's garbage (laughs) with my name on it. So basically, they took my pizza and ate it. Instead of doing the right thing and bringing it to me, I feel like I should confront them about this theft. But my boyfriend thinks it will just stir up things and cause a war. What do you think I should do? Signed, JoJo. Oh. <laughs> Boy, they were sloppy with that pizza box. Just oh, throwing yeah. it out in the garbage. With the name on it? Yeah. At first, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt, thinking maybe they thought, oh, someone sent us pizza. So nice. But it has her name on it. So they, if they know their neighbor's name, they would have to be like, oh, yeah, duh. I would also think they didn't steal it, that it was put at the wrong address. But then it's, are you supposed to call your neighbor? What if you don't have their number? <laughs> what if they did come knock on the door? Yeah. And then you, but you were expecting pizza. Of course, you would answer. Mm, that's true too. Or contactless delivery, just drop it. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'm. I'm keeping one eye open around those neighbors now. I don't know that I'm starting drama right this second. No way. I don't know that I'm going to go over and be like, "Do you eat my pizza?" But I think I'm going to start watching now and making sure they're not stealing anything else. That's a that's a low move. Yeah. So no casual bring up, hey, you didn't get a pizza the other day, did you? I don't mind that. Okay. I don't know that I go over and actively bring it up, like knock on the door, can we have a conversation? No. <laughs> but I do think if you see them out in the next day or two, okay. you go, hey, we had a pizza that was supposed to be delivered to us. It said it was delivered, and then they said it was the wrong address. You guys didn't have that left on your porch or that, that kind of thing. you're going to have to watch them lie to you. Well, and then if they do... Then it's going to be even more then you, awkward. Then you have two eyes open on them the uh, whole time. But I it's just, also been a few days, so you're not angry really about it. You're a little more relaxed. You also want to know who you're dealing with. You want to know who your opponent is. If they're liars, then you need to know that. Dang. I would bring it up if you see them outside in the next few days and it's casual. After a couple of weeks, you really can't anymore. So if you see them outside, you go, hey, Marcy. <laughs> hey, you guys didn't have a pizza left on your porch the other day, did you? I'm thinking this pizza place is trying to get one over on us. See, you make oh, them the bad yeah. guy. Love it. Maybe they, or maybe they don't lie. Maybe they're like, oh yeah, we thought it was, we thought we yeah. got a pizza, so we ate it. And yeah. then it was an honest mistake and you learn that your neighbor's still awesome. So here's our, what we say. If you see them out the next couple of days, you bring it up. Like, hey, I don't know if that pizza place is being honest with us. I never saw a pizza. Let them walk into it one way or the other. If they lie to you, you know. They're liars. Perfect. (laughs) It could actually bring you guys closer together. They were like, oh, we had a pizza on our porch. We thought, I don't know how you get it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know that part. I don't know how you get it. We thought it was a gift. Yeah. I don't know that part. Whatever. Uh, That's what I would do, though. But I would not go over and start a war. I would not be actively searching for them to go, to respond. No way. To you going, did you take my pizza? Mm -mm. Let it go, JoJo. Thank you for the email. You can email us anytime. Morgan, what's that address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. We've got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Thank you, guys. This is a voicemail we got last night. Hey, I hate to do this because I love Amy, but she totally ruined clickbait. She said on the show the other day when talking to Lunchbox. Sleeping it out. And then I started watching it and the whole time I was just waiting to figure out. 
Okay. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. I didn't want to spoil it. Okay. Again, well, I don't even know what I said. But trust me, you did. Okay, but really? can, you, can you tell me uh, off the air? Okay. But I think that we have new rules that have to go into place for spoiling shows or movies. And then we have a board that votes on if they spoiled it or not. Oh, wow. Okay. But so here are some ideas. One is if you spoil a show or a movie, you have to go out on a busy street during the show with a sign that says, honk if you think I'm a bad person for spoiling a TV show. Ooh. Until you get a thousand honks. A can't thousand? Until you can't, yeah. That's a lot of honks, Bones. Until you can't, yeah. That's, that's Dang. crazy. You can do a hundred? Be there all day. The next TV show they start watching in love, they have to wait one year to watch the finale. No. Uh. Okay. And how are you going to monitor that? Hey. Honor system? They get called PP Poo Poo Buttface <laughs> on the air for a week. That's their name. Okay. They have to pay for everyone's streaming service bill for a month. I love everyone that one. Everyone on the show? What? That's good. All streaming platforms? Well, one of them. Okay. The one you ruined. Oh, wow. But that's still significant. We got. Well, how come whenever I said it, nobody said anything like I ruined it? Because we didn't watch it. Bobby did. They have to change their Instagram profile picture by photoshopping that little kid that pees on things on it. That's oh, nice. (laughs) I remember that kid. So, we have to decide which one of those is the thing. I'm a big fan of the hold the sign up on the street if you spoil. I like public shaming. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what that is. Um, So, which one do we like? That. Which one do you like, Eddie? I mean, I like the pain for the provider. That's that's really cool. You want to do that? Because you I, spoil I not, things. Uh, uh, I've maybe done it once. I will never spoil yeah. again. I like changing the Instagram photo. What do you, oh, you well, we're all sorry. torn yeah, right all now. Different. Yeah, so how do we Ray pick? Mundo? I can vote, but I also made my own. Well, Oh, go ahead. Let me hear your own. You spoil a show, you drink spoiled milk. <gasps> Ew! Oh, no. oh, that's terrible. That you can get sick you from that. Sick, yeah. That's awful, dude. But if not you, a bad on idea. On your second offense, you drink a cup of spoiled milk. <laughs> that's like a torturer. <laughs> All right, what do you got, Ray? Definitely the sign. Let's do it by the street. Okay. Oh, well, that's two for that. If you spoil it, you got to go out on this on a street and get a thousand honks. Okay, one more question. What? Who is the board, and are they going to be very fair? I think the board's going to be Scuba Steve, Mike D, and myself. Oh, oh you're gosh. on the board? You're yeah. on the board, too. <laughs> I exactly. got to be on the board. Okay, so, like, basically now we just say, which, I mean, I don't even know that I was reviewing clickbait. Clearly, I said something about Lunchbox, so maybe I was making, yeah, I made a reference. Yeah, you know what the reference would be. If you I, think about I it all can't. Together, I don't know. know. You're going to have to tell me off air. I just said it. What? Do it again. Okay. Now, do you realize you spoiled something? I mean, something? I could see where that would be problematic. <laughs> oh, there you go. But not. If that came through on the air. I didn't hear it. Okay, good. Okay. If that came through on the air, Bobby has to go on the street corner. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. That's how I suffer from it. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Reba McIntyre's Lifetime movie, Christmas in Tune, finally has a premiere date. It will air on November 26th. Zach Brown announced on social media that he has COVID. They paused the band's comeback tour until he has finished his mandated quarantine. Carly Pierce recently released her new album, 29 Written in Stone, and she shares the type of people she wrote her songs for. I write songs for people who are on a journey, for people who are going through things, for people who are going through things, for people that want to feel uplifted, and honestly, just for people that want to feel understood and seen. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
A woman in Florida was afraid she'd never see her dog again. That was it. Dog was gone. They searched for months and months. Well, after a year, they were reunited because of Facebook. Lisa Rollerson's 15-year-old dog, Sparky, escaped through the gate. She searched. She was like, well, we just figured he was gone after months. Not long ago, she was checking out an animal rescue group's social media page. And she was like, is that, is that Sparky? She thought it was, but she wasn't for sure. So she went, she called him. She went and visited. They said it was a stray. They had a microchip in the dog, but that, that microchip wasn't registered. So there was no information on it. So then she's like, yeah, that's him. Sparky's back home. Oh, that's Turned awesome. 16 years old. Wow. That's an old dog. Yeah. Old dogs usually don't try to run off. <laughs> they don't move very much. Yeah. <laughs> But after, you know, 340 days or so, he and Lisa have been reunited. That's oh, what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. So what was the commercial they want you to do? Well, I got approached to endorse turning ashes or for a company that turns ashes into diamonds. So you could like wear it people, as a diamond ring. People's ashes? Yeah, human ashes. They'll do it for wow. pets too. So really any... Ashes from some someone or some pet that has been special to you, you can wear it in jewelry. Like, but not just like I've heard of, you know, different types of silver and it's like made and mixed in with the ashes, but these are like legit diamonds. But how much does it cost? Don't know. Is it super expensive? You haven't got there yet? You haven't got there yet. I don't know. I didn't know the color cut clarity. All I saw was like, you know, your loved one in a diamond. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't Hmm. know if I would do this, but it could be special for someone. But then what's a diamond for? Like, what if you proposed to Caitlin with a a diamond that had, you know, your loved one's ashes in it? Are you having a moral issue with this? No, I mean, I know people do all kinds of things with the ashes. What? Are you taking the endorsement? I don't know yet. How do we... But that's what I'm asking. Like, what's what's the factors here that's keeping you from saying yes? I mean... I guess just because we've talked about it before and for me personally, like I, I've, you know, just cremated my dad this year and had the option to have jewelry made with his ashes and I didn't, but maybe I should have. I just don't know if it's like for me, maybe someone else that has the experience with it could do it. Eddie, what would you do? Well, I, as you guys were talking about it, I first started with like saying, that's a really weird, like, it's just a weird company to, first off and then to advertise it. And like, I don't know. And then as you talked about it, I'm like, I think people would really like this thing. And Amy, you have gone through that, you know, so you can kind of personalize a little bit. Amy, I think you should take the endorsement. Like, well, I, Take the endorsement because they're like, hey, we'll do one for you. So I go and, well, we didn't spread my dad's ashes. We just buried them. So do I go? Oh, no, you don't go, go get them. them. You don't go exi- no. <laughs> no. No way. We still have some of my mom's ashes. Oh. I, to me, it doesn't feel that weird because they're not forcing you to do it. Yeah. And what's the difference in me keeping the ashes on the fireplace? which that's Or not wearing it around your neck. Or, or having it as a piece of jewelry. Mm-hmm. So- Okay. I would think it would be fine, easy. I actually think it'd be pretty cool. I don't. I don't wear a lot of jewelry anyway, so I'm not. Jo- Even my wedding ring now, I just wear the rubber one, <laughs> unless it's fancy. I just I like it. I just can't do the jewelry. Scuba, is this somebody who's coming on or no? Because I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, they were asking to see Amy's thoughts on it. Um, they were on Shark Tank, so they're definitely well known, and That's cool. people know who they are. Oh, Shark yeah. Tank. But I wouldn't go dig up your dad's ashes, Amy. Well, what if they're willing to do a ring for me though? I don't even think you can find them. Were they in something? 
the ashes? That's what I'm saying. We didn't spread them. They're in a box, a oh, beautiful man. box. And then they put, they lower the box that into feels the weird. ground. Yeah, Listen, the weird. company doesn't feel weird. I like the company. Yeah. It feels weird for Amy to go dig up her dad's ashes. It doesn't feel weird like if I were to do it to my mom. But well, I don't you feel because you already have some. Where what did what did y'all do with your mom's ashes? They're just in like a little box, like a little porcelain thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And so we still have them, but I don't I don't wear jewelry, so and I don't think Caitlin would want to wear that. So for me, probably not. What are you gonna say, Scuba? I was gonna say this is pretty cool for like for dogs and stuff. Like I have a dog that's sitting on my mantle that I would turn Ziggy into a, a diamond ring or diamond earring. Do you have is your ear pierced? Yeah, I have both my ears pierced, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. wear earrings? He doesn't wear earrings. I have more earrings in several years, but I thought about bringing it back. You should. Uh, that's cool. I want to do like the George Michael with the, like, the cross on it, with the hoop. Is that something they think it would look cool? Why don't you get Ziggy put an earring and bring it back? That, I think it'd be awesome. Like black diamonds of Ziggy, that'd be pretty cool. Well, he just keeps ta- like elevating it. <laughs> <laughs> earrings, then, di- then black diamonds. <laughs> okay, I think you should do this company. Okay. I think it's pretty cool. All right. I don't know that I'm going to buy one of them, but I think it's pretty cool. I think people would. It's still like helping people be aware yes, that totally. they can do it because it might be something they're totally into. And yeah. that I can get behind. Do we want to mention the company or no? We want to wait. Uh, I don't see why not. Just in case. I mean, go ahead. I, I, do you want to do it now, Amy? Because that was the question. So I guess yeah. one. Yes, you want to do it. Okay. So the company is called Eternava. What? Eternava or Eternava? Yeah. Probably like eternal. Yeah. Something with you. I don't know. Okay. Eternava. Tell them that's a big yes from Amy. All right, cool. Let's do it. Amy will do Eternava, and I'll do Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There's a new podcast that I want you guys to check out called The Biz Tape. It's like a music podcast, and they talk about how Nashville country labels are partnering with pop counterparts to help these artists cross over and to kind of blow country music up. It's very interesting. If you're looking for a new podcast, it's called The Biz Tape. It's like inside music. So check that out today after our show is over. Here is Kevin in West Virginia. What's up, morning show? I got a joke for Amy. What did the 90s kid do when he seen the disposable camera? It gave him a flashback. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Thank you for the voicemail. Here is uh, another one. I am a high school English teacher, and this week on Monday, I inherited Bobby's Monday. Every class period, that's how I started it. I said, hey guys, happy Monday. Only about 20% were feeling it with me, but I feel like I have such a better attitude throughout the day. So thank you, Bobby, for that. I'm a big listener, and I look forward to next Monday. <laughs> At least it just say it, right? Yeah. It's Monday. We're trying to get Monday to stick because it's a whole new week. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's, it's a blank canvas. Monday is the best. Listen, I'm just trying to polish it her, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you for the call, though. Thank you for all the teachers who listen as they go into work and they implement things into their classrooms. I see a lot of tell me something good boards that will like take my head and then go tell me something good, and the kids will write notes and put it up on the board. Oh, oh. that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. On the phone right now is Jennifer in Alabama. I, I'm calling about my public speaking students. Okay. So they have a question for the entire crew. Wait, are they there with you right now? Yes. Oh, and how many kids are there right with you right now? 20. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Well, let me hear from them. Okay. Uh, well, they're, I, I have them all quieted because we're on a Zoom call. Oh, they're all muted. Oh, they're on a Zoom yeah. call. Okay, got it. I thought she was like standing in class holding the phone up. <laughs> okay, okay. So wh- No, I wish. No, I wish. Well, let me take but a few questions. Morning. Take a few questions from the class. All right, who can they hear me right now? 
Yes, they can hear you. Okay, uh, and what is your name, Jennifer? I'll call you by your teacher name. Miss what? Uh, it's Dr. Bender. Oh, nice. Love it. Apologize to assume it was a miss. Dr. Bender, that's awesome. What? How old are your students? My students are 18 to about 23 years old. I was thinking this was a first grade teacher. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, so I'm totally, I gotta get my, I gotta get my mind I right know, here. I Okay. Sounds a little younger than the usual. Okay. But, um, yeah, my students have been listening to your show, and we've been watching, and um, they're curious about your podcast. They want to know about what it feels like to be in front of such a big audience. Okay. Thank you for the question. I'll also take a few questions from the class in a second if they have them individually. So everybody of course they do. that can hear me, be ready. And um, Dr. B- Bender. Bender will call on you. Um, to have... To us, to have such a large audience when we do this show live or on podcast, it feels like it did when there were 10 people because we're just in a room together and we can't really see anyone. So mostly it has felt the same. You know, we started as a radio show where nobody was listening to in one city that had terrible ratings. And we've been able to grow organically and slowly to the point where we still feel like we're just a bunch of you know, friends, buddies hanging out in a room together. Now I have to go to meetings sometimes where they really go, why are you doing this? Why is this bit good and this bit not good? But as we do this show, do you feel any pressure at all? Because nobody's looking at us. No, because you don't see the people. And yeah, I've just always kept the the mindset, like you were saying, like how it was in the early days. And for me, it's better when I do that. If I start to picture everybody else, then I really think too much about what I'm going to say because of the (laughs) judgment that comes from people. If I'm doing stand-up comedy and I have a theater full of people, a Mm -hmm. couple thousand people watching, it's different because I can see their faces. I try to look at their foreheads. Because just because someone doesn't have a smile on their face doesn't mean they're, they're not having a good time. Oh. And then also, if I'm doing like a speaking deal, I realize that if I mess up a little bit, nobody's going to remember that. Because when's the last time I remembered watching somebody speak and they messed up? I don't. Yeah. So don't put too much pressure on yourself when you are doing some sort of public speaking thing or some sort of you know speech to the office. Because if you don't do it perfectly, no one's going to remember anyway. You're the only one putting that pressure on you. So that's what I would say to that. Are you okay with that answer? Do I get an A? Yeah, you get an A for that. Love it. And Lakeisha is asking me right now, what's your largest audience that you've ever talked to? Well, on this show, because I don't know you know, in, in what capacity here, they say we talk to about 8 to 9 million people a day <laughs> on this show. That's crazy. All in, about 8 to 9 million people a day. Um, in person, I mean, I've done stupid stage announcements at like huge festivals or I've played huge festivals yeah. uh, to like a stand-up show like that I've sold tickets to. Probably like 4,000 people have bought tickets to one of my shows like in a theater. So those are all in different, you know, kind of different places, different time. But um, same rules apply from, from when I talked about public speaking the first time. Big thank you from my entire class. Lots of applause going around. So thank you for your time. Are we sure? Because she could have tricked me. She could just be calling from home by herself. No, she doesn't want to unmute one because then it's chaos. You ever been in those large Zooms? Well, yeah, but she's the teacher, so they need to listen. Like, she could maybe unmute them and be like, hey, everybody, just clap. Like, real, instead of just the, like, the emoji Is there clap? a chance we got catfished here? <laughs> we're only, yeah, we're we're getting thumbs ups and applauses. <laughs> sure you are. Zoom, so. <laughs> yeah. I okay. believe her. Come Thank on. you. Right yeah, but it's almost like <laughs> she Thank can't you, hear studio. us. Thank you so much, and good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Have, a, have a good day. 
Bye bye. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. What are the odds we got catfish there? <laughs> and mean, we just did a whole bit. Hmm, okay. Interesting. Here is a voicemail from Michael in Greensville, North Carolina. Hey, good morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. I just wanted to say that uh, this week is going to be the best week of my life. I turned 27 today. This Saturday, I get to marry my absolute best friend. Y'all keep up the positive vibes, man. Love you guys. Appreciate that. Congratulations. Hey, this Saturday has a chance to be the greatest day of my life, too. (laughs) Of course it does. As Arkansas plays Georgia. That's right. But it also could be the worst day of your life? It won't be the worst. It could be a bad day. Yeah. But it won't be the worst. Okay. Number eight versus number two. Let's go. The Bob Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A thousand kids ages six to 11 were asked what subjects they would like to learn in schools. Sick, what, what do you mean that they would like to learn? Yeah, I was like, hey, you're in school. What Fighting. would you like to learn? <laughs> no. UFC. <laughs> no, but to be good at video games is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how to cook their favorite meal, how to look after pets, and then at number one, how to be a YouTube star. I think all those are valid. Yeah. The, the one, one of the ones that made the list kind of at the bottom, which kind of made me sad, like, oh, we need to teach this to our kids no matter what, is how to be proud of myself. Oh, man. oh, that was some sad kid. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's go find that kid and give him a hug. All right, what else? Well, Trisha Yearwood just released a new cookbook. It's called Trisha's Kitchen, Easy Comfort for Friends and Family. And she shared one of her favorite recipes, and I think it sounds so amazing. It's a chicken pot pie burger. Pretty much you grind up chicken like you would the beef, and then you throw in all the vegetables that would normally go in chicken pot pie, and then it goes on a bun like a burger. But you top it with gravy. I mean, everything about this just sounds amazing. You and top she said, the bun with gravy? So you have to eat it with a fork then? No, you can top the 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 patty with gravy and then put the bun on or either way. I, I, mm, I like chicken pot pie. I don't feel like it needs to be a burger though. Oh, I'm here for it. But Trisha described it as tasting like childhood. So I was curious, what food would you say tastes like your childhood? Eddie, you want to go first? Yeah, rice and beans. I mean, that's, we ate a lot of that as a kid. Hamburger helper. There you go. Mm-hmm. Hamburger helper. And because- for you, I'm thinking maybe some watered down Sunny D. Well, you didn't have to go there. I was just... <laughs> you could have just said Sunny Delight. You didn't have to reference the fact that I had to water it down to actually have more, but oh, yes. I thought you could... That's you, a good you thing You could have to said um, air. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man. I didn't mean I it didn't like I didn't do it, that. Eddie. I was just saying... Hey, you could have just said Sunny Delight. No, but I didn't mean it that way. I yeah, meant yeah. that, like, that's a real fact of your childhood. Okay, what else you got over there? Okay, I didn't mean to bring that up. Well, speaking of burgers... <laughs> you mean an eviction notice? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Okay, now this just went the wrong way. Well, direction. that's what you did. Okay, I should have said Sunny D. Yeah, that's all you had to say was Sunny D. The opportunity yeah. to say, right. yeah, and you know what sucked is we had to water it down sometimes to make it last. <laughs> Let's just I move thought- on. How about that? <laughs> or school clothes at a yard sale. <laughs> hmm? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any more? Uh, yeah, I got about a year. <laughs> yeah, uh, keep going, 41 Amy. years worth. Okay, right, go ahead, no, that's not how I meant it. Anyway, speaking of burgers, a California burger place, they have now banned customers under the age of 18 from dining without parents because young people don't know how to act. They don't know how to behave. They throw french fries at staff. They stick candy, gum places, and they're over it. So now they're like, nope. <laughs> if you're under 18, you have to have parents with you to eat here. And I mean, I- it seems like a normal place that kids would be able to eat. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like it's the restaurant's choice. Like, it's their place. I mean, I feel, you know, bummed for that it, these, some kids ruined it for all 
kids. Like if you're 16 and you like to eat here and now you have to go with your mom and your dad, like that's a bummer, but it's up to the restaurant. Okay. What about you? Same. Okay. I'm pretty much on, if the restaurant wants to make it a rule, they can make it a rule. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like restaurants that want to ban uh, toddlers or crying babies. A lot of parents get upset at that, but it's their choice, right? And I feel like they should until I have a crying toddler. And then I'm like, <laughs> what? No. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yes. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So Darius Smith was at home with his family and his mom started having a medical emergency, major stomach pains was like, he thought maybe she was having a seizure or something. He didn't know all kinds of things were going wrong. Well, he's part of Greater Wichita's YMCA job prep program, and he learned life-saving skills. So he immediately started delegating. Dad, you call 911. Sister, write down all of mom's medications so we can give a full medical report. And then he stayed with her and helped her through all of her things until the paramedics could arrive. And they got to the hospital. They found out she had a GI bleed, but she's going to be fine. But people there say that if her son hadn't stepped in and taken action, she probably could have died. How old was he again? He's 17. 17. Oh. And, she had to, and he had to tell the dad what to do? <laughs> dad, move. Do something. <laughs> hey. That's true. I, if I was the dad, I'd be like, well. <laughs> I wouldn't let the story out. <laughs> Just kidding. You shut up. You tell no one. All right, good for that kid. Yeah, I mean, I 17, think there's... Okay, you're starting to learn yeah. stuff. That's good. The cool thing is, is the YMCA had a job prep program, and he was able to learn these skills there. Not just the dad called 911, <laughs> but he tended to her until paramedics could get there. Yeah, the dad probably's kind of embarrassed. <laughs> totally. Totally. He does not Stop. want to hear the story ever again. He's listening to Wichita right now, and he's like, <laughs> dang it, Craig. Okay. Uh, Darius. Whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's do your top songs in country music. Here's your top three as of today. Amy, can you sing Lee Bryce, Memory I Don't Mess With? A memory I don't mess with. Memory. Are you just making that up? Yeah. Be, be honest. Me too. I don't know that I can sing this song back. <laughs> no. I, I feel like it probably Could anybody? goes like no. that. Memory. Morgan? Yeah. Go ahead. Memory I Don't Mess With is like the... The vibe of it. Oh, huh. I still don't. Mem- yeah, I don't. Mem- it sounds like body like wait, a bad yeah. wait. Memory I don't mess with. Ride it with my- Let's see if Ray plays one second of it, if we can then get it. Okay, go. Nope. No, no chance. <laughs> go ahead. That's a memory I don't miss with the girl I was the I did that. I don't know. This song just gets lost to me. I know it's number three, but eh. It gets lost in the midst of all the other songs right now. Number two, I could sing to you easily. There's a cold beer calling yeah. my name. Oh, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Jameson Rogers. And your number one song this week, can you sing You Can, You Time, Scotty McCurry? I need a little You Time, um, You Time. Yeah, you there you time. go. And I need a little You Time, You Time, Red Wine. Those are your top songs this week, in case you care. Now we're going to go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. <laughs> The Morning Corny. How do you fix a broken pumpkin? How do you fix a broken pumpkin? Pumpkin patch. A pumpkin patch. (laughs) Okay. 
That was the morning corny. There's going to be a theme as we approach fall, Halloween. Oh, are we getting into Halloween jokes? Yeah. The whole time? Yeah, pumpkin, Halloween type stuff, yes. Okay. You like guacamole? I love it. Yeah, me too. It's been something that has tasted better to me as I got older. Hated it as a kid. Did yeah. not like guacamole. Did not like uh, ch- chips and, and guac at, at on the border. I'd be mm. like, you guys are crazy. Um, avocados. So I, good. I can now just eat straight up. Mm-hmm. You know, just cut it in half and eat it. But they say you get better sleep if you eat avocados daily. It cuts the risk of restless sleep by almost half. Oh, awesome. I don't know if the chip part of it helps. <laughs> I don't know if you're dipping it with chips. Eddie... You eat a lot of avocados going up in I South was Texas? Hoping you wouldn't come to me, man. I'm probably a really bad Hispanic. I hate guacamole. I hate avocados. All too that. much as a I, kid, or did you never like it? I just think it was the texture when it hit my tongue. I'm like, this is so gross. And then the guacamole, like I have salsa or queso. Like I'd rather do that than dip it in that green stuff. Ooh, I'm gonna rank them here. Queso's number one. I still gotta put salsa at two and guac at three. Yeah. There we go. I like it. They're yeah. all it's so good. The trio. That's weird. But if that. you had to rank them, because yeah. queso by far is number one. For sure. And I like Tex-Mex queso better than I like. Because you go to a real Mexican restaurant, sometimes they don't even have queso. No. Mm-hmm. No, that's a Tex-Mex thing for sure. So I like, and I like white queso. <laughs> like the, the cheese Like down and white. dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. I like white queso. But queso by a strong number one. Salsa, close, and guac, third. And you know what I like when they put, I like when they put the little fruit in guac. You ever have that where they put fruit. the little seeds, the little... Oh. You know, they put fruit up there? That's that's fancy. Mm-hmm. Some Mexican restaurants, they do that. <laughs> they put in... What are those little purple... Pomegranate. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Pomegranate seeds. They had to recall 28,000 pounds of frozen pizza because they misbranded it. Now, imagine that. That you put out all these uh, DiGiorno crispy pan crust pepperoni pizzas, and you have to call them all back. I mean, millions of dollars because there's some sort of soy in it. Whoops. Nestle says if you're not allergic to soy, you can eat it anyway. But they had to recall them. I probably don't get mine back if I have it. Probably but, not. But it would stink if you had a soy allergy and you didn't know and you mm. bought this and ate it and you're like, you cannot figure out what's going on. Somebody yeah. get fired for that? Oh, somebody made a bad mistake. I don't right? know if it was a scientist or a labeler. I don't know. Oh. I'm sure they learned from it. <laughs> there was a guy who collected 150000 bucks from a lottery ticket that he got for free. He said he got it as a bonus ticket, got it for free. Scratched it, won 150000 bucks. Wow. Didn't even buy the ticket. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Got it as a prize. I'm a big fan of Raymundo, who does our audio. He sits behind a glass wall. We can see each other eye to eye, and we kind of give cues throughout the whole show, like, hit this button, hit that button, without even talking. And so we're very close on that path. Um, he's also, to me, possibly the funniest person on the show because he's so random. He sleeps. When him and his wife go to bed, I hear that you sleep with your head at her feet, and her head at your feet, and that's how you guys sleep at night? Absolutely, yeah. What? That's so weird. Why? It's odd. The blanket fits better that way. The cat's kind of nooked in between us, and I think it's more comfortable. Very weird. Not a lot of people sleep like this, but it's my favorite position. The way you go to sleep at night is head at feet, feet at head. Unless my wife puts up a fit, but usually most nights I get to sleep like that. But do you put socks on? No, I mean, we're like clean people, and sometimes she'll be like, hey, massage my feet, and I massage your feet, but <laughs> there's no struggle, because if you think about it, both your shoulders are at the top of the bed, like, you're always going to be touching shoulders, whereas the Are you in a twin bed? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, I, now it might be like a queen or something, because the blanket is always a tug of war. If you sleep like that, I hate to say it, but it's the, the 69 style, 
<laughs> you don't have to say it that way. We understood. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we but it's a lot more comfortable and it's it seems like it fits better in the bed. Okay. Well, how many nights out of 7 do you sleep face to feet? 3 or 4? Wow, really? Mhm. That's a weird. how do you watch TV? I don't. See, that's the thing. I don't like the reflection either. She'll watch TV with her headphones and I'll go to bed. Oh, okay. Eddie said he heard you giving some marriage advice. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that if you want to keep your marriage healthy, the one thing you need to do is as soon as you wake up with your partner, tell her that you love her. Who were you giving that advice to? Because I don't. That's not bad advice. Yeah, I believe it was a cameo. Somebody wanted marriage advice, and I just threw it at them. So they paid how much to get you to say that to them? Uh, I was thirty-five dollars. Wow. <laughs> and for thirty-five bucks, they said, "Would you give me marriage advice?" Yeah, and then I also gave him some advice on the Dominican Republic because I went there as well, and I just kind of—I've only been married ten months, so I didn't have a lot, but I gave it to him. So I've been married now for about two and a half. What advice would you give me? <laughs> uh, you uh, definitely—I would almost do something like where you guys can track each other. What? what? <laughs> That's not good advice. Why? Me, me and my wife started doing that, and then there's never questions like, "Hey, what are you doing?" You always just look at the app, and and then. I don't know. I, I feel like it's as honest as you can be with your partner. That's my location, my geo tracker. I can't lie to you. We have each other on Find My Phone, mm -hmm. so I don't know that I track her. And y'all have your little thingies, don't you? What your thingies? Te your well, I have Apple one in my wallet, tracks? so I can find my own wallet. Oh, okay. you don't have one in your car? I didn't. I thought <laughs> I thought y'all shared them for the dog. No, the, the dog's just on mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we have each other on Find My Find My iPhone. Is that what you mean? Like track them? Yeah. I gotta tell you, I don't. I may look at that. Once a few weeks ago, I was like, where did I? I couldn't find her. And I was like, where is she? And I looked, and she was at some random place, and then she was, like, working out. Oh. Was she creeped out when you were like, how's the gym? No, because I didn't tell her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she even looks where I am. Do you guys track? Do you track? Yeah, we track, but just, you know, if I don't want to bother her, like, oh, I wonder if she's still at school because she was going for a meeting. I check. Oh, she's still at school. Cool. Do you guys track? No. Morgan, do you track with your new boyfriend? No, we don't track each other. Not there yet? No, Tracking I'm is weird. I think it's, I don't. Wonder where she. Maybe I, you don't I look call for it that. her. Well, Ray called it tracking. Know, Ray, maybe you like call I'm Bear it. Grylls trying to find some sort of animal in the wild. Yeah. That's what it is. It's tracking. But if they both know, well, I know, but it just sounds a little like intrusive. You could Ray. What Ray and Bay are doing is sometimes I just want to know where she's at. If I'm gonna like right. order yes. lunch, it's like a love. It's, it's not just a, keeping up with each other. Mm. Yeah, yes. and it's not a secretive thing. She, you know that you're. You know that you know that they know that you know where they are. Do you ever look and find her and go, what is she doing there? Uh, she usually will say spa or if she's at work or stuff. But me, sometimes when I'm going through an airport, she'll be like, oh, you should go left and go to Cinnabon. I can see it on your tracker. Okay, okay that's too much. That's not a thing. It is. Are you joking? If I'm on the golf course, she'll say, are you about to putt? And I'm okay. like, leave me alone. <laughs> Stop. They say if the sheets on your bed are red or black... That bed bugs prefer those two colors, but weirdos prefer those colors too. Yeah, <laughs> who would have red or black sheets? That's so true. Not us. Does anyone in this studio have red or black sheets? I bet no. you Ray does. Ray, what color are your sheets? Light blue and then white sometimes. Okay. Nobody has red or black sheets. Mm -mm. Have Mike, you, Mike? Do you don't? Hold on. When I had red and black sheets, I actually got bed bugs. Oh, yeah. no. Were you my, single? Yeah, my old apartment way back in the day, I had bed bugs, and that was the color <laughs> of my sheets. That's crazy. Apparently, bed bugs appear red in color, so bed bugs choose the red sheets because they're most comfortable in them and just want to be around other bugs. Weird. How hard were, were bed bugs to get out of your apartment? I had to get rid of the bed, get rid of the everything. The bed? Yeah. I got rid of everything. They were everywhere. Anybody else had bed bugs? No. 
Yeah, we had them. Raymond, you had bed bugs? We threw away the whole mattress. I went down to the dumpster and just got rid of it. I didn't even want to try and get rid of the bed bugs. Did you worry about everything else in your apartment? No, because we had just gotten the mattress and learned that it had been sitting in a warehouse for a couple years, even though it was in plastic, and apparently they can still get in that. So what'd you guys do? Did you get another one sent to you? Well, it was our second. It was a free mattress we were given to us. I wonder why. Wife started getting bites, and I was like, I'm throwing it in the dumpster. I'm not even questioning it. Everybody have white sheets? Yeah. Yes. We have Bolin Branch sheets, Mm. which are very comfortable now. Got a new set from them the other day. So we're rocking ours. White, sometimes cream, sometimes eggshell, but I got to tell you, I don't know the difference. Yeah. They all look the same to me. You ever gotten like satin sheets, like the real slippery? We got some for our wedding. Have you used them? We got married, yes. We were very lucky to get nice sheets from a couple different rich people. Yeah. (laughs) And it's... I made the mistake of getting a spray tan and going and getting in the sheets after the spray tan. Mm-hmm. That's when your sheets turn cream. And, well, that's when that <laughs> off white. They were orangey. They were orangey mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but don't use red or black sheets, okay? Because okay. you will probably get bed bugs. Yeah, note to self. I I thought I had bed bugs once, and I called the team over. I was like, guys, called in one of these exterminators, in, insect killers that specializes in bed bugs, and they were like, that's a cupcake, man. And I was like, oh, all right. Like cupcake crumbs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't bed bugs. There's, there's little little black dots that it might be bed bugs. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. A few months back, David Klein, the founder of Jelly Belly Candy Company, he decided to do like a Willy Wonka kind of competition where he was going to hide these necklaces. And if you found them, you got a chance to win the factory. Well, recently, the some factory. He was doing factory too. The actual Jelly Belly factory. Is he quitting? Uh, I guess. I guess that was just his time to like pass it on. Okay. So he did hide all these things. Him and his partner hid the necklaces. They, they ended up finding the necklaces, but there was one necklace that, that was going to be the golden ticket. Well, recently somebody found it by the name of Andrew Mass. They found it in Kokomo, Indiana. They broke the clue, the codes and all that and found it. But then he says, man, I can't move the family to this factory. So the company. That's a thing. Yeah. Because you have the factories in Florida. So the the company said, all right, we'll strike a deal. We'll buy the company back from you since you owned it. So an undisclosed amount of money. They bought the company back from this guy, Andrew. Hey, Andrew wins in this situation. So does the company keep going even though they didn't want to? I guess nothing changed. And so I'm saying Andrew definitely won out of this whole thing. Would you have moved to Florida for a candy factory? No, but I honestly wouldn't even have thought of doing what Andrew did. Like, I would have thought about taking it and then selling it myself. Right. Yeah. But back to the company, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's a good story. Did they track the clues down? Was it some sort of scavenger hunt? It sounds like. Yeah, it was like riddles and then clues, and you had to end up finding the. So physical he went through necklace. all that and found the necklace, and was like, "I can't even move." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I think he just liked the fun, like the thrill of trying to figure it out. I like to throw all that money right now, too. <laughs> no, totally. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's welcome back into the studio the guy who made the trek all the way to Arkansas. Shovel in hand. Diamonds on the mind. Lunchbox is back in the yeah. studio. Yeah. What up? Hey. What up? You drove back late last night, so you had the first part of the show off. Did you bring anything in with you? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, he's reaching in his pocket. Oh, you want? Oh, anyway. I thought he was going to bring in, like, a bucket of yeah. diamonds or something. Oh, guys. It's a paper sack. Okay, so he has... We're going to do the news. <laughs> Interesting. And, and in a minute, we'll, that's like a bag him? you put a 40 in. <laughs> exactly. That's what he has right there. He has yes. a, a paper, paper bag. Paper sack. Yeah. So we're going to see what he has. 
do you feel like you have a little something-something? Uh, I think I got a little something-something, you know, hey. You're back here, so that. you don't have a million-dollar yeah. diamond. Well, that weird I voice. hate to tell you, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Let's just say, huh? Let's Why do say, you hate to tell us maybe you do, maybe you don't? Let's just say that uh, <laughs> when you're at that diamond mine, they do not give you a monetary value. Did, it, we, did you talk to anyone from the diamond mine when you left? Uh, absolutely. Had them look at all of mine. All of your what? His findings. My goods. His things. Wait, so... Huh. We'll get them in a second. He needs to get them appraised. Exactly. Well, we told you that was going to happen, though, and you're like, no, I'm going to be on an island. <laughs> I thought right there at the diamond mine, they would tell me how much it's valued at by looking at it, but they were not able to do that, and so I can't just okay. walk away without having a value on it. What do you think you got in that bag? Do you think you have over $10,000 in that yeah. bag? Really? Yeah. <laughs> he does. He didn't even do his weird voice with that. No, that was well, serious. Well, maybe I do have 10000 maybe I don't. Do you think you have over 10000 in the bag? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, this just got interesting. Okay. Well, come back. Lunchbox is in studio with his 40. You want me to send you a picture just so you can see it? Yeah, send it to me only. Oh, only you. Okay, yeah, yeah, let, me, let me take those and people off. I'll do <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll do the news, and we'll come back on that. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. Nicole Kidman poised to be the highest paid actress on TV. Boy, she doesn't miss, huh? Mm-hmm. No. no. She loves a, a TV one-time series. Yeah. Like, and she crushes it. She's so good. To be fair, I guess the one that was on HBO was two seasons. Little Lies. Yes. Li- li- yeah. Pretty. Mm-hmm. But still, she loves a limited series, man. Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yeah. And you know what? If she's in it now, it's to the point where I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because she has picked and done such good jobs in all of her last shows that I'm there. So is this, Nine Perfect Strangers done? It's over. Done. Okay. And it's a great finale. Yeah. Meaning you watch it and you go, Okay. Some finales you watch and you go, what the? This, that's stupid. I don't think they make 10 Perfect Strangers. I don't think that was ever, I think this is only a limited series. Yeah, okay. Um, Where are you in it? I'm done. Oh, you're done? I finally finished. Yeah, finally. Amy's scared to mention it because she Mm -hmm. knows now spoilers. (laughs) Right, right. But wasn't it a satisfying finale? Yes. Yeah, I felt complete. She's about to ask a question. She was I about am not to. saying well, what anything. What about it? Yeah, anyway, exactly. She was about to say that. Well, anyway, apparently Nicole Kidman is TV gold. Um, Big Little Lies, The Undoing, which, by the way, A+. So good. I forgot about that one. Yeah, with old Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm, on HBO Max. Uh, Nine Perfect Strangers. They're going to offer her as much as $30 bucks for parts of these new shows. Good, because they've been a little broke. They're yeah. the Nicole Kidman family. It's good to see them actually make a little money. They you know? need the They've money. been working hard. <laughs> it's good to see them actually... Lovely, lovely, lovely people. A $50,000 reward is being offered for Brian Laundry information. He is the guy they're looking for in the case of Gabby Petito. Sean Whalen, an entrepreneur, tells Fox News on Tuesday he is offering a $50,000 reward for information leading to the capture of Brian Laundry. That's oh, a private guy. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times this comes from private folks. Really? Mm-hmm. Not just one. A lot of times it's uh, accumulation like of... a fund. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's his interest in this? Just justice? I'm glad you asked. Quote, I'm the father of an 18-year-old daughter, and what's happened to this girl is every father's nightmare. I don't know much why or how everything happened, but the unknowns and unanswered questions this father is dealing with are a literal nightmare and would bring any father to his knees. And from one father to another, me offering some money to help him answer the questions and provide some sort of relief is the least I can do. That's so kind. Yeah. The Petito family, I was watching them yesterday, and, and I think they were like, hey, 
laundry family. Like, help us. Yeah. We feel like you're not helping us. I don't know what they look like. Do you? No. The laundry family? I know what he looks like. And not that I'm supposed to, but you would think their pictures, they'd have them splattered everywhere. What's the latest? Anybody seen this guy? You know, there was that, that TikTok. They said he could be in Canada. Bald head, beard. That's a lot of bald haired dudes. Lunchbox? Well, they said that they believe, I mean, this is internet rumors, is that his mom has a burner phone and is using that to communicate with him. Uh, there is no confirmation of that from the FBI. They said we will not confirm nor deny that. And then they also, when he came back from wherever they were at, they went camping with, he went camping with his mom and dad at a camping park. Like they have records and pictures of them there, like from the fifth to the eighth or something like that. Weird. Yeah. And then he, she was reported missing like three days later. <sighs> well, it's a, a tragic situation for that family and a really sad situation for his family. You got to think if his parents have nothing to do with hiding him. I, even if they do, they're doing something wrong, but they, they were hit in the face with, my son may have just killed somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, and that sucks too. Oh yeah, no. All around it's, it sucks. And you got to go, I think a lot of parents would probably illegally help their kids run, even if they did something. I think more really? than we think. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do think For that. For sure. So they, I know we're, we're beating them up and maybe a little bit they deserve it if they are. We don't know if they're helping them or not. But imagine their world. They just get, yeah, a, they, they, they get a big rocked. punch right in the nuts too because they're like, there's, like, what? What? Yeah. You did, we did, huh? Like, rocked. Everybody's rocked. Yeah. Now I gotta see Dog the Bounty Hunter on TV again going, <laughs> I got a tip. <laughs> what if he's the one that figures it out? Though? Oh my I God. I mean, that, that would be amazing. amazing. I don't care who figures it <laughs> so out. Cool. Just somebody. If you get a phone call out of the blue and they're like, hey, you just won the lottery, you oh probably my. don't believe it, right? No. Not because I didn't play. Well, yeah, how would they know my ticket won? It was a phone call that came out of nowhere. An Ontario man was told he had won $3.5 million in the lottery hmm. that he had never entered. This is from CTV News. They said, congratulations that I was one of the grand prize winners in the Mega Millions. This guy's name is Clayton Willett. He told CTV News Toronto he's a senior citizen, and he was told to collect his prize. He would first need to buy a $200 gift card to get it started. Okay, uh, there we go, scam. Yeah. Well, he ended up being tricked out of $18,000. What? Oh, it overall. just kept going? Mm-hmm. Man, they said babe. the prize was $3.5 million. $2.5 million would be a certified check. A million would be delivered by U.S. Marshals, <sighs> and they were going to deliver a Chrysler 300 2021 and but he need to pay three thousand dollars to get the car delivered. Another six thousand dollars for. I mean, so total the, is eighteen thousand dollars. Like the planning meetings behind this, you think they're sitting around there like, all right, and then we offer them this car, oh, yeah. and then they'll have to pay for the car, and then they have yes. this whole, and totally. then they throw it out there so much, and then once they get a, a hook, they just go all in. It's a numbers game where they probably have it all. I mean, everything's probably built to a science mm-hmm. on how to trick somebody that is. Easily trickable, vulnerable, or, yeah. or vulnerable, like an older person, and go. Okay, this is this is how we ask for the three thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a deli- delivery fee for the truck. Mm. So out eighteen thousand bucks. His friends finally stepped in and was like, "Hey, stop, 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 stop paying money." A groom suffers a fractured spine after being dropped by friends at his own wedding. Oh, oh no. no! What? They're probably doing that thing where they pick him up and like, yeah, celebration. What was supposed to be the best night of his life turned into a nightmare. After being thrown into the air and dropped by his friend, suffering spine fractures. Oh, oh my God. Well, how could they do that to him? Well, it wasn't on purpose. No, it was well, an I know, accident, but I mean. Here's the thing about being an adult I don't want to be lifted up at any Don't lift me yes. up. Yes. After about age 24, I'm tapped out of being lifted up by anybody at any time. You mm-hmm. did go stage diving, though. Whole different story. Well, I did that to me. 
No one lifted me up. Oh, right, don't, right. Don't. I, I don't, things I don't, I'm older and I'll be lifted. I don't want to fall down. Because if something were to go wrong in either one of those, the ramifications of it are, are far worse. Right, and this is a great example. Um, He has feeling in his legs again. Oh. But he's not out of the woods yet. Wow. That's a, that, hey, and that's your stinky story of the day. No kidding. That's the news. Close it up. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Lunchbox has a brown paper sack with him. Again, I compared it to, you know, where I grew up, people would carry 40s around in them. <laughs> it's full of rocks from the diamond mine yesterday. Absolutely. Did you see that picture? Oh, well, let me look. He did yeah, go picture. ahead and look at that pic. What up? Are they sparkling? Shut up. Oh. Shut up. Uh. <laughs> what? What is it? Shut up. A bunch is of it like, real? That sh- that, stop it. You stopped and bought this somewhere. That you, Are you telling me... Although it is dirty. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I, I mean, I'm just telling you. Bones, what do you see? Like, I mean, what if it's worth something? Did you? Where'd you get this? At the mine. You you got this at the diamond mine. Yes. You found this. 100% found that. Oh, it's one. It's one big Shut one. Shut up. Sh- mm. Why do you not believe it? Because Why do you not believe it? He, no one. I don't know. I sent it to Scuba yesterday immediately. Okay, but Bobby knows that area. Why do you not believe what, it? Wait, what do you mean he knows that area? It's a huge field. Amy. I know, like, I know, I know every, nook, every nook and cranny in that field. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby, did you, Scooby, did you see this? I saw I was shocked just like you were. I didn't believe that he found anything as well until I saw that. Shut what? up. Well, let me say this. There's a chance the lunchbox could be out on an island. Yeah. No way. Really? For real? Which one person wants to see this before we come back? Me. I do. Morgan, come look at this. Since she didn't ask. Oh, come on. Since she didn't ask, I'm going to show her. Because I, I, I want you guys to wait. Tell me your... And you found this in the field. Yes. You're not lying. I'm not lying. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. No okay. Okay. Lunchbox is back from the diamond mine. We will talk about this. Can we, we can put this up on Facebook, right? Live? Yes. So, so people... Because you can watch me right now live. Yes. If you get on our Facebook feed, you will be able to see this. We will put his collection up on our Facebook page live on camera. Ray, you can drop the song because we got to get back. Sooner we get out, sooner we come back. And you guys will see with your own eyes what Lunchbox is telling oh me he gosh. found yesterday. Okay. Hey, when I saw it, I said, shut up. You heard <laughs> no, me? We heard you. You heard me? Loud and clear. Clear. No you heard way. me? Lunchbox went to the diamond mine yesterday. The only one in North America. Drove seven hours to Murfreesboro, Arkansas. Stayed in the nicest of hotels. Oh my, the nicest of hotels. I mean, you want to talk. Someone even on Instagram said, I'm from Murfreesboro, and just by describing the hotel, I know exactly where you stayed, and you happen to go to the armpit of our city right off the bat. (laughs) She called it the armpit of their city because it's the worst thing in the world, but Scuba couldn't find anything else. Aside from that, which (sighs) I'm sure will be something that's talked about forever, this (laughs) hotel situation. Uh, you went and you spent a whole day digging. A whole day, man. A whole day. Do you, you meet a lot of interesting people out there? I met a lot. There were so many people from all walks of life. We're talking granny and grandpa to the single dad to, you know, mom and dad with the kids out there for an adventure. I mean, there was people from all Michigan, Oklahoma, Kansas, Florida. It was crazy. He lists every state. Yeah. We sit. Okay. Alaska. Well, oh. well, I'm just saying it was people were from all over. And then one guy, he was going from there. He was going to Georgia to look for something. Wow. I mean. A lot of people. So the guy, Kevin Kennard, found a nine-carat diamond last year. We talked to him. Another guy discovered a 2.2-carat diamond. We talked to the woman who works there. She said they 
have about two a day that come in. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And when there's big ones, they have a shovel like marking the spot, like a statue to that person. It says, this person found this diamond here in 1995 digging in this area. And wow, I'm like, that's cool. Man, that's Ooh, cool. are you going to get a little shovel statue? Hey, let's find out. So <laughs> thanks to uh, our friends at Hyundai, it was you, know, they, you took the Hyundai Downs, awesome car. Awesome car, very relaxing, easy drive, didn't feel any of the bumps. You didn't, drive. didn't drive, you rode because your license <laughs> expired. No, but I'm saying I, I was able to nap, no problem, it was great. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's get started here. He has his brown paper bag, and just uh, pound on the table so our oh, listeners can hear. Don't look at it, Eddie. I'm not looking. Okay, huh. it could be full of diamonds. That's you know how sometimes you'll see like somebody pull out a little bag of diamonds on a movie? Oh, yeah. And they dump them out? Yeah. That could be what that is, but in a brown paper bag. It's usually a velvet bag or something. But. True, this is a paper <laughs> bag. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the day, Lunchbox met some people at the Crater Diamond State Park and thought it would be a good idea to pray to the diamond gods. Am I going to play this clip? Wait, you- what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's a couple from Oklahoma. They were on vacation. I don't and- know that I want to hear you praying to something called a diamond god. Yeah. Why? Like and you're praying with them? Yeah. You led the prayer? If you were just doing I a led pr- the prayer. If you were just doing a prayer, I would understand it. But to a specific diamond god, that sounds a bit sacrilegious. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just there, there's separate I mean, entities up there. You know, like when your team's losing, you pray to the sports gods. Like, oh, please, come on. Let us kick this field goal and he win. He has always divided that. That is his he belief. Di- let he- me hear this. Should we say, you guys want to say a prayer to the diamond guys? You want no, to- no. No. Oh, see? Exactly. Another day of work for me. All right. All right. I didn't know if you guys wanted to. Let's do it. You can you can say one. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Dear Diamond Gods, please bless my friends from Oklahoma. And hopefully that they find a diamond, but not as big as mine. Because I'm trying to find a million dollar diamond so I can retire and move to an island. And then they can be like, oh, I remember that guy when he was just, just on the radio and not some famous diamond finder, you know? So, <laughs> dear Diamond Gods, please help them out. Amen. Amen. Diamonds okay. minder. <laughs> All right. Not just some diamonds minder. Uh, he was going around asking for advice, and so you met a guy who's found 15 different diamonds. 15 diamonds, guys. I would just follow him. Yeah. Like, uh, he was good. Like, he was a pro expert, and I was like, because I was walking over, and I was like, hey, anybody found anything over here? And, boy, he had 15. Any luck over here yet? Not this trip so far, first day back. Have you found some in the past? 15. And how much are those worth? I don't know. I just collect them. What is your what's your what's your secret? What, what what do I need to be doing? Fine gravel. That's it, huh? Yep. You're like the diamond. Oh my goodness! I've got all but one of them in here. The that's incredible. One of them's on my wife's finger. You can take it out and look. Wow. So have you already been in the newspaper for all these you find, or no? Oh, no. They don't give put stories about you. No, they're really no not unless they're really big. Okay. Wow. Well, that's cool. One was on his wife's finger? Yeah, he made a ring out of it, and so he's been going for 30 years, and he goes two weeks at a time, three times a year, and he's found 15 diamonds. Wow. Here's the midday check-in with Lunchbox. He He's struggling. It's getting hot. Ugh. Guys, shoveling dirt for, I don't know, what, four hours, five hours? It's kind of tiring, but uh, got to keep looking for that million-dollar diamond. I mean... No telling how many diamonds we've already found, but why not find 10, 11, 12? Who knows? Working hard out here. <sighs> Did you have rocks saved from throughout the whole morning? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a great community out there because you go to the sifting station where the water is, and then you you dump it out on this the, the wood, 
and you leave it there to dry, and you can leave your pile, and no one touches it. They let it. You just walk away. You go get more dirt, and you come back, and you sift through, and you put it back in your pile. Someone's over here with their pile, so you can leave your rocks there all day. No one touches them. Amazing. It's a great. It's an honor system out there with us uh, mine uh, diamond miners. Us diamond miners. Yeah. Did you have rocks though that you found early that you thought could be worth something? Absolutely. I mean, I, I was sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, that's the one. That's the one." And then an hour later, I'm like, "Oh, that one's one too." It was so. It's such a neat feeling. The the butterflies and the feeling in your stomach when you do sift through something and you see something glimmer and it's like, oh, 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 I like that one. And you look at Abby and Abby's like shaking her head like, yeah, that could be it. And then you're like, oh, it feels good. After a long day of searching for diamonds, Lunchbox gets the group pumped up with, what group is this? Well, this is, I was back at the sifting station. It's like, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, everybody's looking sad. It's been a long day, tired, and people are losing hope, and I felt like they needed some, you know, <laughs> encouragement. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up hope, guys. I know it's getting, it's been a couple hours, you're tired, and you're like, I'm never going to find one, but you've got this. We just got to keep digging. We're going to, we're going to find diamonds. Okay? Quitting is not the answer. We got this. You're a coach in your other life, right? That's right. Here we go. Let's go. Clap it up. Everybody clap it up for the diamonds. One, two, three diamonds. You guys ready? One, two, three. Diamonds. Diamonds. Yes. Wow. All right. Okay. So we want to see, <laughs> if you don't mind passing around the room, a couple of what? Well, Wait, oh, you want to pass around? You know, I don't I want you guys touching my stuff. Okay. Will you show the camera, though? Eddie, what camera should he go to? Yeah, it's that Not one Not the there. bag. Show, whoa, like, whoa, show whoa. like your prized possessions. Open the bag. Oh. Okay, that looks like a rock. Like That's a rock. a rock. Why would that be a diamond? They don't look like diamonds, Bobby. <laughs> they don't? You... So how do you know? But how do you what know? Do you how come you just didn't grab random rocks? Let me, can I see, please? If you guys are experts, let me know. But I'm an expert. I'm not throwing it, Amy. So you think that could be a diamond? It literally looks like a rock. You yeah, everything looks like a rock, Bobby. You've never been out there. Yes, I have. I went on field trips there. I've been there more how times much, than you have. And how many times you find something? Hold on. Let me zoom into that. That looks like a rock. This is a rock. But this isn't the one he showed me. Okay. He, he's getting there to the, the big. This looks like a rock. Like, the, the, so the, far, two rocks. The second one looks like a second rock. Why did you decide to fill a bag while you're walking out? Like, I'll take this in. <laughs> what is that? That's a pebble. <laughs> yeah, that's a smaller rock. That's <laughs> what? Dude, what are you <laughs> doing? That's nothing. Give us the good. Actually, I do see something sparkling. Oh, in let me okay. see that one. Let me okay. see that one. Don't throw it. So I wonder Boy, if Boy, diamond's we, at literally the hardest thing. So if, if we, you throw it, it'll be okay. That's true. Yes. It don't break. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I was going to say, if we took a hammer to this, we'd maybe... Whoa! Take a hammer to my diamond? Amy, you're saying that one's sparkling? This is a big rock. Dust on your fingers, it's sparkling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so when you hold dust. your diamond this in your ring... like a big rock. There's, there's is it no, sparkling that, that's nothing, but let me bite. Let me bite it. Yeah. Oh gosh. Scratch Break glass your with tooth. it. Here. Here, throw it. Okay. <laughs> Show us the money maker. The yeah. one. That, is that the money maker? No, that's just a pebble. That's oh, like no, gravel no. from the driveway. Lunchbox. Oh, the money maker. Do it. Man, yes. look. Before I show it to you, you just want to hear what the lady had to say about it. Yes. Wait. Are you sure? Do we want? I haven't heard the lady. You want to hear the lady. Okay, here we go. Here is what the, the, the last clip of Lunchbox at the Diamond Mine talking to the person who works there. How much is that one? We don't appraise any of it. Oh, but a diamond? No. Damn. Sandstone. No. Should I just pour it all out on the sheet? Oh, I it's more fun doing it one by one, though. <laughs> is that diamond? Jasper. 
What about that? Nothing? Jasper. <laughs> I'm out there for hours now. I got a Jasper. You know what I'm saying? Like, no diamond. Alright, now dump it. There's nothing good, I don't think it does. No Those are my really only hopes. Alright, so these black ones are actually lamprey. They're your lava. Lava? Yeah. But not diamond? Not diamond. It's sandstone. And that's it. Wait. So you have a lava but, rock? But show us the one, the one that you showed I, me. I threw it away. What do you mean? That, it, it was nothing. It looks it like was sandstone or quartz or some stupid thing. And so some little girl thought it was cool, so I just gave it to her. I was like, it ain't worth anything. Look, here's the picture of it. He's I know. Like, it looks like a diamond. But it's not. It, it wasn't like, a diamond. It looks like a crystal. Whoa, you found that? Yes. Oh, that's really cool. But it wasn't yes. worth anything. So I didn't want it. So I didn't bring it or back. Or was it? And she tricked you. No, that lady, no. Yeah, that and little so, girl's so like some cashing little, it like, in. 10 year old girl was there with her dad. And, oh, that's so cool. Take it. Hey, how big here. was that? Was that. Look, it, it was like, no, it was like that little pebble that I just showed you. Like, it was nothing. Oh, Jasper, it's okay. Jasper. Exactly. I got Jasper, Lava, Samsonite, whatever the crap Samsonite. you were saying. That's a luggage brand. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. So, yeah, that moneymaker that it looks like a diamond, I was all excited. It was nothing. Nothing. It's okay. So, I spent eight hours oh. for nothing. You No, you took a shot. You've also spent thousands of dollars on the lottery and got nothing. You're right. But the lady did tell me, you know, I said, I might as well just play the lottery. And she goes, I will say the odds are better to find a diamond than playing the lottery. Oh, well, then you should go back. back. next week? I don't know, man. That's a, little, that's a lot. It was, man, that's a tiring day. Like, I mean, people are out there. And what's crazy is how dead some people are so good at it. Like, when we were pulling up, people had 30 buckets, shovels, knee pads. I mean, they had everything. And they were just going to town. They're like, remember, when you get home, you got to search through all your dirt. I'm like, search through all my dirt. If I can't find it out here, how am I going to find it? So they take... Five-gallon buckets home of dirt and sift through it and hope mm. to find something. One guy had 25 buckets full of dirt. Wow. He was taking home. Wow. That is dedication. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I, I don't know if I can do that. Right. So it was a very it was a very depressing ride home because I didn't have a diamond, and I knew the whole way home that you guys were just going to laugh at me and that I wasn't going to, you know, get... I wasn't going to get the appraise, and I wasn't going to be able to quit, and I wasn't going to be able to move to an island. I went out there, I tried my best, and I came home with a bag full of rocks. Mm. Uh, okay. I mean, well, well I'm, I mean, I'm glad you did it, because, like, we'd miss you. Yeah. Especially if you just left without saying bye. Let me say Lunchbox traveled in a 2022 Hyundai Tucson to Arkansas and went on a journey searching for a diamond at the Crater of Diamond State Park. A Thanks journey. to our friends at Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. <laughs> a you journey gonna, that I'll never forget. You're going to uh. keep those rocks? Actually, I got one for each of you guys. Oh, yeah. I would oh. like a Jasper, please. You want a Jasper? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jasper. I'd like a Jasper. <laughs> I mean, she, you know, here's another thing. Maybe that lady doesn't know anything. Maybe she's an idiot. And maybe maybe no, these well, are diamonds. I'm not, I'm not co-signing that. <laughs> I'm not co-signing that. <laughs> Something we're going to do tomorrow that I just kind of want you guys waiting for is how'd you get famous for a minute? Did you have a day where you were like oddly famous, even for something weird? Eddie was. We rarely talk about it on the show. He made national news once. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy day. We'll talk about it tomorrow at this time. Okay. But how are you famous for a day? Like, what is your 15 minutes of fame? We want you guys to call us tomorrow with that. So we'll get into that. I do, if you go to my Instagram, and I encourage you to, Mr. Bobby Bones, I took a picture, and Caitlin and I were out at this, like, fall walking area. Pumpkin patch. It's it wasn't a pumpkin, a pumpkin patch, but there was a pumpkin. It's a pumpkin display. Sure. And we take a picture, and I told her as we're taking the picture, I said, hey, I'm going to do kind of my sultry face, where I'm kind of like, it's not a big smile. I have a goofy smile, and that's just who I am. But I was like, I'm going to be more serious in this picture, because people only know me as like the big goofy guy. So I just kind of do one of these where I'm like, 
Hey. You know? You got a little smirk on That's you? That's your not vibe? A, not a smirk, but it's like... Like Zoolander? It's just, no, just chilling. Right. Just okay. chilling. You can tell I'm happy, but without a smile. Okay. <laughs> but apparently I do it so badly that people thought I was angry that I have to stop sultry face. I'm getting harassed on, on Instagram. Face. Jake Owen writes... That's the hardest look on your face for wearing such a non-hard sweater. I'm conflicted. I got a big, oh, big, yeah. big sweater on. That's funny. T.J. Osborne wrote, get off my yard with all the pumpkins. And then everybody's like, why are you looking so angry? I would just ask. I kind of, look at the smirk. I think it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't do sultry. Well, so, I mean, what really only matters is how you feel about it. So, well, I feel... Does it matter what Jake says? Well, it's not even about Jake. It's about everybody going, hey, what's wrong? Why are you sad? Are you constipated? I guess I only can do smile. No, Amy's right. You do what you feel, man. But if you don't like the way people are reacting, that's your problem, too. Yeah, that's probably a therapy problem, huh? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you'll see. It's on there. I also I have a deal. I, I do what's called an NIL deal. Now, NCAA um, athletes can be paid for the work that they do. You know, for example, if they have a big Instagram following... Just like a regular influencer, you can pay them to, to be an influencer for you. So I have a deal with a guy named Jalen Williams who plays basketball at the University of Arkansas. And so I've only ever, ever heard of businesses doing this. But I was like, I'm going to do one myself. And so I had him come on and I wrote him a little thing. And he's my official spokesperson. And you'll see him now talk about how Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. I made him, I made him do the whole speech <laughs> Does about he that. truly believe that though? No, but it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter. But he, so, he also comes on and goes, hey, I'm saying this for Bobby. Okay. That's that's what I've hired him to do. Okay, yeah. And you'll see that on my Instagram. Because Home Alone is a Christmas movie, bet. Okay. And this is a hill that I'll die on. Yeah. And I'm often alone. It's a movie that if you put July 4th in it, the same 90% of the movies But then don't you don't it. have robbers stealing gifts. And I also looked, it's been aired 27 times this year. Is is mm. oh. any other Christmas movie aired five times already this year? Mm. Probably that's not. That's interesting. Why, is, why are they airing Because it? it's just a great movie. It doesn't, it's an, it happens at Christmas, but I, in my heart, don't believe that it's a Christmas movie. But the soundtrack Please is Please respect Christmas. my decision. Please respect my decision. Okay, respect it. Yes. You don't have to agree with me. Please respect my decision. So that's funny you had him do that, though. It's up on my Instagram, too. Could you give him back to the kids at Arkansas? Well, yes. And people are like, hey... I'd, I'm doing these deals with other kids that grew up in Arkansas that play for the University of Arkansas. You know, trying to keep that that money there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, what, what, anybody have anything to say before I play a song? Because we've skipped every song this, this hour. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> and Scuba Steve's looking at me like, play a dang song. That's Listen, our restroom break. I would play, play song. no songs. Mm-hmm. Let's just get the record straight here. I would play no songs on this show. We would come on, and if occasionally I wanted to play something that was pretty good, I'd play it. But I would play no songs. And we would have the greatest show. We would talk the whole time. And it would be laughs and, you know, <laughs> it'd be fun. That'd be fun. Like back in the day, how we built this show. We built this show on no song. I mean, maybe like one or two. Yeah, because we had to pee. That's exactly it. An hour, is it? We were going to have Zach Brown on, on Monday. We are going to do that, his album release, and he got COVID. Oh. Well, we got yeah. a call, and he was like, hey, I got a family emergency. And we were like, oh, take care of that. We'll work on that at a different point. Um, so, But then it came out, because he didn't tell me he had COVID, nor did he have to. But he had his COVID. Hopefully he's good and hopefully he gets better. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Let's go over to Eddie, who's filling in for Lunchbox here with the Bonehead. There's a 19-year-old kid driving his car in Pennsylvania, and he's hauling butt down a road, loses control, spins, hits a utility pole, crashes his car. So he gets out. He's upset. And he does, 
I guess what we all would do, right? Get a gun, shoot our car five times. That is not what I would do. Well, no. <laughs> he did. Pop, 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 pop. And then he leaves. Cops get there. They run the license plate. They find him. They arrest him because he's charged with five different charges. However, shooting your car five times, not a charge. But was he allowed to have a, a firearm? I mean, that's... I feel like someone that's making that dumb decision to shoot a car because they're mad <laughs> probably has done something that should keep them from having a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it not list out why? It, that's not one of the charges, no. But you can shoot your car if you're mad. Hey, that's okay. That's not against the law. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's Eddie. He's uh, got your bonehead. Yeah, that's my bonehead story of the day. Strenuous exercise messes with your libido, mm-hmm. so be careful. I go hard. Well. Three or four times a week where... I work out so hard with my guy that I hate it. About halfway through, I start to question life in general. I start to go, why, why am I doing this? What am I training for? Exactly. I train so hard. <laughs> what are you Yeah, you're just for? living, man. Why? After I finish my workout, I will go in the house and need to just sit in a chair for 45 minutes. <laughs> there's like workout and then there's post-workout. So have you talked to him? You need to take this article to him. I don't need. I read this article to Caitlin last night. And she was like, well, this doesn't affect you. I said, like, but it could if I keep on. Hmm. My libido is fine. I would say my, my libido is good. What's libido? Hey. Eddie, Eddie's hey, about if you have to ask, you, yeah. if you have to ask, you got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang, okay. Yeah. I mean. Your yeah. libido is how much you want to get your libido. Got it. You know got what I mean? It. Got it. That, they say if you're a fitness freak and you, you enjoy killing yourself. I don't enjoy. I don't but, like, you, but yet you keep sending yourself I don't yourself like exercising. Back. I hate exercising. I hate eating right. I hate living a healthy lifestyle. I hate all that. Wow, okay. I do it. Do a pretty good job at it. I hate it. I just want to go full ice cream. Ooh, that'd be nice. I want to go full pumpkin-covered pretzels. We bought some last night at Trader Joe's. Golly, I had like four of them, and I was like, I got to hide them. <laughs> and so I don't know where they are right now in the house. <laughs> well, Wait, but you hid them. I'm sure that... Well, I know. He, he had Caitlin. I, we. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Here's the thing about marriage. Let me give you some advice. I've been at this for two and a half months. Right. <laughs> I is we. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we, we as I. Is me. Ooh, that's, that's smart. I, that's I, very I, smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, anyway, if you're working out really hard, you could be losing your pee pee. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I just <laughs> this is a totally other conversation. But do you think when Caitlin gets pregnant, you'll say we are pregnant? Because that's yeah, long do been that, debated though. on the she show. She does not want me to say that. Okay, good. Because she's like, you're not feeling. She yeah. was, she was showing me a video. She's not pregnant, by the way. So let's not get any rumor started. But she was showing me a video uh, because we have a couple friends who are. She was like, look what the baby does. And it shows the baby growing and how all your, like, organs get shoved up because that baby grows. Yeah. Crazy. She was like, where do, your, where do your organs go? And I was like, I don't want to watch that. Like, change. Yeah. Change the channel. It wasn't on a channel, but. Crazier is when they tell you, like, oh, you're so tired because your body is making organs right now. Your body's actually making the baby's organs. Crazy. Well, that's what. Yeah, you're making the baby the whole time. Yeah, right? I know. But, yeah. like, but you also so made exhausted. the baby before time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. I think that's it from us. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.